Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Monday, February 8th, here on the Locked On Coyotes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Rob Leonio. Here to get you caught up with everything you might have missed within the Arizona Coyotes, as well as get you ready for tonight. Arizona and St. Louis for the fourth time of six times in about a you know, week and a half or so. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive 20% off your next order. Once again, like I said, my name is Rob Leonio, host of this show. I've been covering the Arizona Coyotes and Tucson Roadrunners for the last four years or so for SBNation's 5forhowling.com. And speaking of Tucson Roadrunners, we'll get a little bit into them as well as they opened up their season yesterday against the San Jose Barracuda and more coming up tonight. All of that coming up on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Let us start this episode with what you missed over the weekend. Arizona and St. Louis for their third game played on Saturday after a great win that they played earlier in the week. Arizona comes out again with another solid win over the opposing St. Louis Blues. Final score of Saturday's game was Arizona prevailing 3-1 over St. Louis, with two of those goals from Arizona coming from the young Jacob Chikrin, who continues to impress among several other uh, young, young players with the Coyotes organization who are proven to be integral assets to Arizona. One of the biggest questions of this uh, Coyotes team uh, for the up, for this whole week and really the St. Louis series was uh, the short, talking about the short leash line, which is the top line with Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, and Connor Garland. Uh, and if you hear my, me, me say the names, I'm like, I'm very high on all three of those players. I think they're all uh, th- three phenomenal players, and they make up a really good first line. But they're called the short leash line because as good as they are offensively and, you know, can really make some uh, offensive chances, Rick Tocca hated how they played it defensively in the week before. And pretty much you know, he called them out, called them out, you know, heading into the Blues series. And he's like, if they don't step it up, I'm going to consider splitting them up. So they're on, well, a short leash, which is, you know, where, <laughs> where essentially the name comes from. Uh, so they, uh, it really uh, put them in a, in a set where, like, if they want to continue to play together, they have to play better. And that's exactly what they did over the last couple of games. And it really showed with the 4-3 win on Thursday and then the 3-1 win again on uh, on Saturday with uh, Clayton Keller actually being the other player who scored for Arizona on Saturday. But then that begs the question, can this Coyotes team continue that? 
today against the St. Louis Blues. A lot of that is really unknown, let me say this, because I've been saying this for weeks and weeks and weeks, and you all know this, that this Arizona Coyotes is inconsistent to a T. They'll have a great game, and then they won't have a good game. They'll play about 55 minutes of good hockey, and then, you know, they'll let a team come back in the last five minutes. Sometimes they will only play 20 minutes of good hockey. They've never played a full 60-minute game. I am very concerned about that all the time. So maybe this last game on Saturday was telling us, maybe a bit telling, saying that maybe they're starting to learn a lot more from the mistakes. I mean, yes, they're learning, they're learning a lot about this uh uh, St. Louis team, uh, for sure. Now, you know, I've now getting ready to face them for the fourth time coming up. Um, not originally scheduled to do it. They were supposed to play Minnesota this last weekend, but of course, things have changed because of COVID. Um, so I think what we're gonna do coming up next is we're gonna go ahead and talk a little bit about the Tucson Roadrunners. They had themselves a pretty good game, uh, yesterday afternoon and set again to play tonight uh around the same time as the coyotes and blues i'll get more to that in just a little bit uh but some pretty exciting stuff coming out of the uh tucson roadrunners organization arizona coyotes everything of the sorts but first i want to talk to you guys about betonline.ag betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action football might be over but the nba college Basketball and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline. Your online sportsbook experts. We're covering everything you need to know about the Arizona Coyotes, but what about the rest of sports? Now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Pagowski, and it's all the sports you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get your podcast. Let us now continue here on Locked On Coyotes to discuss the Tucson Roadrunners, who opened up their season yesterday, uh, afternoon it really was, against the San Jose Barracuda. They, the Tucson Roadrunners opened up with a great 2-1 to win in overtime over San Jose at the Tucson Arena. I was there to cover the game for Five for Howling, and let me tell you guys, it was weird. Let me give you a few reasons why that game was weird. First of all, there was no fans. And, you know, that part, it was the first time I ever covered a game that didn't have any fans at all present. So it definitely, that part definitely felt very, very strange to me. I, um, and I know a lot of you guys have already done it before. And you're just like, yeah, come on. And like, you know, you know, get used to it. I know I'm, I'm trying to get used to that. But here is the other part that was weird. Tucson was technically the away team in yesterday's game, and they will be for today's game. We'll get that. We'll get to the day, today's game later in the episode. But they were the away team against the San Jose Barracuda. Um, if you remember what we talked, what I talked about with a couple of the guests earlier, is that the Barracuda 
and well, the Santa Clara County did not allow um, the Sharks and the Barracuda to play in their own home arenas or the home arena because they shared the facility for now. And thus, it kind of had teams temporarily relocate. And when the AHO was making their season, they're like, okay, Tucson and San Jose, you'll start the season in Tucson, but Tucson, or San Jose, you're going to be the home team in this uh, in this uh, first game because, well, you can't be in San Jose. So because of that, the uh, the script was flipped for the PA guy, the PA guy who normally does the Roadrunners game, uh, kind of changed his inflections of a Tucson versus San Jose event, whether or not it was good or bad for Tucson or San Jose. The video board was displaying more uh, or a couple more uh, Barracuda inclined stuff, and the Barracuda Gohorn was also played in instead, despite all the other things in the arena being clearly showing that it was in Tucson. So I got to say again, it was definitely really weird to get used to that. And it's going to be happening again today uh, or really tonight again at the Tucson arena and San Jose against the San Jose Barracuda. And let me get into the game a little bit more. Uh, and here's what I really want to get to you guys about this about this Tucson Roadrunners game is before we didn't really know exactly what to expect from Tucson because we didn't get to see as much. Uh, I talked about this with Brett Farah of the Arizona Daily Star last week in which not much was known because of that. And it gave a lot of questions. I mean, yes, this Tucson Roadrunners team had a lot of returning guys. You know, you had the um, you had the leadership in Lane Peterson and in Michael Bunting. And a few, you know, a, a few others, and uh, Jeremy Gregoire, Dyson Mayo. Uh, you know, you had the addition of Jordan Schmaltz in there as another you know, veteran leader. Steve Popfan was taking, you know, the helm as the uh, the new head coach. And even though he was the uh, the assistant coach for the last, you know, three seasons beforehand under Jay Verde and Mike Van Ryn, you know, it's still a different feel having a different coach in there. So lots of different question marks heading into this into this game, and it was weird, I'll say, um, to get things going in this game. Is and it's probably because I mean, yeah, they've had a pre- these two teams had a preseason game uh, last week or the week before, and or sometime then, and. Uh, but since then, you know, that was mostly like training camp roster. Maybe not everyone made the roster everything, and, you know, so-and-so. And, and uh, so maybe some guys were a little bit under, you know, trying to get their, their legs under them and everything going. And uh, lots had to go with, with theirs. So the game started slow. It looked like there was a lot of problems on both sides. I was kind of interacting with some people on social media as well as uh, – uh, Couple other members of the uh, of the media in, in in the arena, and we're like, "Hey, these teams aren't really generating any quality chances." And I looked and really uh, like, uh, and not too far out after saying that, you know, we see the San Jose Barracuda making an odd man rush, and uh, slow they slow things down and they try to make a centering pass, but the centering pass goes right into traffic where there's a couple members of Tucson actually waiting for them by that time. Like, 
it made things a little frustrating for the first, let's say, 30 minutes or so, because that's what it looked like. And then things started to pick up uh, towards the end of the second period. Uh, Arizona, or Tucson, would get uh, on the board, where uh, uh, Tyler Steenbergen would get the first goal. And uh, it was a pretty bang-bang play, you know, uh, really easy uh Pass across the ice, Steenbergen rips it towards the uh, towards high side, past Alexi Melnichuk, uh, and it looked good. And I think from that moment on, there was a step up in the right direction for uh, pace in the play. It got a little more, uh, got a little more physical. Uh, both teams were starting to get towards high danger chances, and that allowed for that. Really, well, really, only a couple minutes later in game time, really, in the opening minutes of the third period, where John Leonard of the San Jose Barracuda would score a breakaway goal to tie it up in that period. And it would be very defensive, yet also entertaining for the rest of that third period and forcing overtime, really, to the point where a couple minutes into that overtime period, Cam Deneen of the Tucson Roadrunners would be the one to uh, find a slight break from the defense to uh, get a shot from, I, it was, I believe it was like the far face-off circle. Um, and, I mean, perfect, perfectly targeted to get that one by to end the game. Tucson Roadrunners winning that game 2-1 to one in overtime, getting their first win of the season in the first game of the season. After the game, uh, members of the media got a chance to talk with uh, – uh, head coach Steve Potvin of the Tucson Roadrunners, as well as uh, a couple of the members of the uh, of the players. I, I think Cam Deneen was available. Um, so let's go ahead and hear from the uh, coach on uh, what he thought about the Roadrunners' performance after the game. Yeah, it's a great way to start. Uh, you definitely want to start with a win. Uh, and, and to touch on your point, how do we feel about being out on the ice? Uh, you know, we had, I think a lot of us had goosebumps uh, before entering the ice. So it, it was, you know, unfortunately we missed the fans, but uh, just being around the game and and uh, having the opportunity to compete really, really got us excited. You guys took, it took a while. I mean, 39 minutes to get a goal on the board. What was the thought process from your perspective of, you know, just keep grinding, keep grinding. You're going to finally put one in and, and make sure things get moving that way. Yeah, that's just it. Uh, it took us a long time. Thankfully, our, our goalie was really strong tonight. Uh, you know, Praz made some exceptional saves all through the night. Really gave us an opportunity to, to obviously win the game. And and when your goalie is going like that, it, it gives you confidence, no doubt about it. And it, it just gives you, it allows you time to get into the game. And, and uh, you know, that's definitely not... Uh, a tactic that we want to use often, uh, we, we, you know, but it's, it's, it has to happen. And uh, at times your goalie is going to have to be the, the best player. And uh, tonight he definitely was. And uh, it's like you said, you just got to stick with it. And eventually you'll, you'll, uh, you'll, you'll pounce on a rebound or you'll, you'll pounce on one of their mistakes and, and uh, you'll be able to convert. Once again, that was Steve Potvan, head coach of the Tucson Runners, talking about how he thought the the uh, the team played on Sunday afternoon against the San Jose Barracuda. 
And you notice he said uh, a lot of couple things like, uh, you know, the team having goosebumps playing their first game in over 330 days, which is, uh, well, <laughs> but as long as it's been for me since I stepped inside that arena. Um, and I can understand that. And, uh, you know, a few other things. He, you know, he he praised um, uh, Ivan Prosvetov, the uh, starting goaltender for the Tucson Roadrunners. Um, and uh, he said he, you know, he, he thought he did a phenomenal job. And, you know, there were days when he probably shouldn't be relying on the goalie way too much. But uh, he did his job and he did what he's supposed to do. And, you know, it should make it should make for an interesting matchup, whether or not uh, the uh, Prosvetov plays tonight against the Santa Fe Barracuda again is unknown because, uh, well, they like to switch things up. Maybe we might see Chris Nell or a um, couple, maybe one of the other guys. I got to take a, <laughs> we take a look at who the number three guy is. But, you know, there's uh, there's, there's stuff we still got to learn about this Tucson Roadrunners team and and what they're exactly capable of. But once again, that was the, uh, uh, like I said, that was Steve Hotfan of the Tucson Roadrunners after Tucson defeats Barrac- the San Jose Barracuda 2-1 to one in overtime. Coming up next on the show, we will go ahead and uh, take a uh, preview of both tonight's, both of tonight's games for both the Coyotes and the Tucson Roadrunners. The Arizona Coyotes and St. Louis Blues uh, face off in St. Louis, that uh, puck drop will be set for 6 p.m. And then the uh, Tucson Roadrunners and San Jose Barracuda will be at it tonight at 7 p.m. at the Tucson Arena. We'll get to both of those games coming up next, but first I want to talk to you guys about Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes more like a candy bar. I know what you're thinking, how is that possible? It, it it just is. And it's amazing how they put in so much of their like so much flavor, so much taste into their 18 different flavors, ranging from cookies and cream to peanut butter, German chocolate, mint brownie, you name it, they have it all. Um, that they taste that they all taste phenomenally, despite being low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber. Um, they're soft and easy to chew and covered in the hundred percent chocolate. I would not think to me that these are protein bars because because of the way they taste. They're just, they're just so easy to eat. And I want you guys to go ahead and give it a try yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON and you get 20% off your next order. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. We continue on to the... Locked on Coyotes podcast to discuss the games tonight. As mentioned earlier, Arizona Coyotes, St. Louis Blues, 6 p.m. puck drop in St. Louis for their fourth straight game. Meanwhile, the, quote, visiting Tucson Roadrunners up against the San Jose Barracuda once more at the Tucson Arena tonight at 7 p.m. If you want to know how to catch both of those games, the Arizona Coyotes game will be on Fox Sports Arizona, as per usual. And the Tucson Roadrunners uh, can be caught on AHL TV. Their games over the past weekend were all free, and that includes today's game. You can watch today's Roadrunners Barracuda game for free on AHL TV. Um, So go ahead and check it out yourself if you want to catch up on the Tucson Roadrunners. 
A couple of updates uh, for injuries in the areas on the Coyote side of things. Uh, Drake Kajula is listed as unavailable. Uh, he will be day to day with a uh, minor injury. My, uh, meanwhile, uh, Lawson Krells will probably be making his return to, back to the lineup. So, so Kajula out, Krells in for tonight's game against St. Louis. Meanwhile, for the Blues, uh, Robert Thomas, of, uh, he's a center for St. Louis, uh, suffered a broken thumb on Saturday, so he will be out four to six weeks. Uh, so obviously that means he won't be playing tonight or for the rest of the games uh, against the Coyotes this week. Lines are expected to stay the same for both teams, uh, other than, of course, you know, flipping in some, some of the injured players. Let's now take a look at the odds for the uh, upcoming games uh, tonight, today. Powered by our friends at betonline.ag. Arizona, once again, point and a half underdogs heading into this game against St. Louis. Uh, and the total points set at five and a half seems to be the uh, the case, the average for all of the games the Coyotes have been in the last couple of weeks. No really big surprises here. If you want to look at into uh, any of the other bets that are in that are listed in the uh, the game, uh, you can go ahead and take a look at the number of saves. For example, is Darcy Kemper going to save uh, thirty one or more points, or thirty one or more shots, uh, for that matter? Uh, and you can say the same thing for Jordan Bennington. Has many shots on goal. Uh, you can take a look at those once again over at BetOnline.ag. And meanwhile, if you want to take a look at the same thing, they also have uh, AHL lines. San Jose Barracuda, one and a half point favorites over the Tucson Roadrunners. Uh, you can go ahead and make a bet on that one as well. Over under, total points, six points is set for that one. As a reminder, the last score for that was uh, two to one, so it was only three. Uh, you can go ahead and make a bet on that game as well if you feel so inclined so uh go ahead and check those out once again at our friends at betonline.ag if you want my predictions for today's games i say that uh the arizona coyotes and tucson runners will prevail over both their opponents um and i think both of them will be relatively close games probably coming down to the final minutes or even another overtime but again i will uh like i could likely bet on both arizona and tucson to take the win that will do it for us here today on the locked on coyotes podcast if you like what you heard today don't forget to leave a good review let my bosses know i'm doing a good job as well as subscribe if you're yet to already we are available everywhere you get your podcasts also, a reminder that you can interact with us on Twitter. I am at RobLiana1, and you can also tweet the page at LO underscore Coyotes. Ask us any question you might have, and they can be answered on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.